so my body is covered with scars. I've had over 10 surgeries from all kinds of ski accidents. I've got scars on my wrist, I've got scars on my thumbs, scars on my knees. I even have a six inch scar on my butt cheek from that time I ragdolled through a boulder field and hit a Volkswagen sized rock. <laughs> my biggest scar though is the scar you can't see. It's the scar on my heart. It's the scar that I received when I got the news that my, my little brother, my best friend in the whole world, Sergeant First Class Liam Nevins was killed in Afghanistan. Liam had been shot just a few weeks before in the shoulder. He was in a combat fight in Afghanistan and he had his shoulder blown out. We got a report he was doing great though because he was rope climbing with one arm because he's kind of a sort of not crossfitter wannabe and he was super tough. He would do anything to keep going. He was told that if he did one more if he, if he got back in shape and he, he could do one more tour with his brothers. And so he went to a camp and he was supposed to be resting up. And instead he volunteered to help out a couple other Green Berets on a gun field. And they were teaching 40 commandos how to shoot. When one of them turned and took my brother out and the other two Green Berets. So after that day, I was part of this new club called Gold Star Families. It's not really a club anyone wants to be a part of, but it's an honor. And the term stems back to World War I, when military families would hang a blue star in their window to commemorate that their family member was deployed. You may be familiar with the blue star. We have blue star gardens in both Anchorage and in Eagle River. And a lot of people in our community right here in Anchorage and Eagle River and all over Alaska are military families with people who are deployed. You might see stickers in their vehicles or flags in their windows. When the soldiers don't come home, the star turns gold. So in my window, I hang a flag to honor gold star families. So you can imagine how excited I was just a year ago when my friend approached me and said that he was trying to get a mountain named in honor of Gold Star families. And this isn't just any mountain. It's right next to, or it's part of, I should say, Mount P-O-W-M-I-A. And it just happens to be across the street from where I live in Tugiak. The mountain is amazing. It stems right up out of the, mount, out of the ocean. Um, on the north side, it reflects in Reflections Lake. You can see the mountain literally in the lake. You can see it from Palmer and from the Glen Highway. And if you're wanting to access it, the best play to go, place to go is down the road to Aklutna. Behind it are the two twin peaks, and it's just an incredible 4,000-foot peak. So one of the best ways that I could possibly honor my brother is by skiing for him, because of what we did most together as siblings was ski, mountain bike, rock climb. We did all kinds of great adventures. He was my partner in crime and all of that great stuff. So after the mountain was officially named last February, February 8th, 2018, about two months later, all my stars aligned for this great mission I had in my mind to ski the mountain. Now on the north side of the peak are several great chutes there, little S-turns all the way down of these finger chutes that just beckon any good skier or really any artist who can see where the line would visibly go. So 
Two months later, April 8th, my friends from Colorado, who I'd been skiing with for years, came to town. They also happened to be friends who knew my brother. And my husband and a couple of our local veterans joined me on this great expedition. We set out early in the morning, got to the trailhead, and it's still pretty wintry, but the lower portion of the mountain had been melting out. And we had to post hole up to our waist. Ba-boom, 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 we get through the birch forest, and we pop out at this bottom of an avalanche chute with 30-foot-tall walls on either side and just chundra chards of disgusting rocks, icy debris, alders, everything on either side. And the whole time I'm thinking, guys, we could probably turn around. You know, we don't actually have to do this. This is kind of scary. Maybe we shouldn't do this. But my friends are all hardcore and we all are former extreme skiers. And so we go for it and we keep going. People pull out their crampons and their crawling hands and knees to get up that avalanche chute. And then we bust out into this field and we still have another 15, 1800 feet to go. And the next section is this crazy face of hard wind slab snow. So we spread out one by one and we put our skins on and we start switch backing up the mountain, back and forth, back and forth. I get really contemplative. All I can do is think about the gratitude for all of these soldiers that have been here and all the people that are going to come to this mountain and experience it. We get closer to the summit. We get up there. We're all gathering around and super excited to get our gear on. Around this rock we gather. I reach for my necklace that carries my brother's ashes. I pull them out. I sprinkle them. Da-da-da-da-da. We give a big hug. We pray, pray to my brother. I am so solid. Not a single tear has dropped at this point. And then all of a sudden, grief hits me like a wave, like a fire hose, Pouring out of my eyes, my goggles clogged up so much I couldn't see anything. And my husband so kindly realizes what's going on. He's like, you got it, babe. Just take a break. I'll take everyone over to the start of the run. So off they go, off to the run, and I sit down on the rock, and I just have to cry, and I just let it go. I pull my goggles up, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, Liam, you got my attention. <laughs> Since you're out there, know that I'm thinking of you. And I miss you more than anything in this world. And just then, this huge yellow butterfly comes flying around my head. Now, mind you, it is frozen out there. There's ice, there's snow. It's only the first week of April. There's no possible way that this butterfly, and I mean big butterfly, could possibly be out there. I couldn't believe it. I just looked at that thing, and all of a sudden, I felt the warmth in my heart. I knew that my brother was with me forever, and his love, it didn't die. And then I turned, I got my gear on, put my goggles back on, got my act together, and skied over to my friends. And they said, here you go, Maeve. Have at it. The first descent down Gold Star Peak. And I skied the most amazing run of my life. So my message to you all is that Grief is like a mountain. It takes a lot of bravery and a lot of risk to jump into that pain and into that sadness and the sorrow. But I promise you that if you're brave enough to hang out in there and explore those emotions, you too might see your butterfly someday. Thank you. Mm -hmm.